Now, now, I, now I get the marketing campaign. It's from another dimension. Okay, oh cool. God. I get it. Okay, I'm, right I'm with you, Wyatt. I'm with you. I'm with Can you, you imagine if he was like, y'all got me fucked up. It's the Mandela effect. I never said that shit to you all, BlizzCon. <laughs> That wasn't me. I it said was my this. other dimension. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't right. me. It was the guy from the other dimension. I wouldn't tell that's, you all that. Dude, that's an epic excuse oh, for cheating. By God, the way. Like, whoa, right? whoa. I just got here. I just got here from my dimension. That was not. Welcome to the party. We are looking for more your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, RPGs, game development and gaming culture, or should I say geek culture? Because as we are slowly working our way towards 100 episodes, I'm realizing geek culture is actually more fitting. But joining me today, I have the Nathan Napalm. Welcome back, dude. I'm sorry, they couldn't hear you. Could you say that one more time? I am so glad to be here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Why couldn't they hear him, Sim? Because you had him muted. Sorry, dude. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. You're Ashen Herald. Daedalus. Up, everybody. There we go. All right, cool. You're sounded as energetic as his, I feel like. Throw out a little bit of that just a just a car light bringar and we're good to go. But glad to have you guys here. This is going to be our last one for the month of Dagum June and July. It's looking like we're probably going to do the first two weeks off because Sim's on vacation and he's going to do right by himself for the most part and actually take off for a while. Work on my first manuscript. Got good news about all that. We'll do that with catching up with the cast shortly. So before we dig in, got to give a shout out to all of the supporters for this podcast. That's all of you Imperial Flames here on the channel, which are the supporters here on Twitch, YouTube and Patreon. Thank you so much for keeping this party's bags packed, provision stocked for all of our adventures here on the show. Speaking of the show, if you want to do us a solid show us some love, you can go over to our pinned post on Twitter at the LFM show on Twitter. Go to the pinned post at the top. You'll see all of the links to the podcast places there you can go to itunes give us a five-star review review us wisely nicely leave us a comment and we'll read it here live on the show you can also call in to 1-539-664-6801 and that well you can leave a voice message there if it's appropriate we'll play that too um let's see what else do we got here well it's been a couple weeks since the last one. We're going to catch up today talking about the daily fix. Keep that idea of daily in mind. It's going to be the hardcore foundational point we probably come back to after we rant about all the other things, right? But we'll definitely start off with a great example of a rant-worthy topic that absolutely hits on that daily fix element. Um, but gentlemen, it's been a couple weeks, so why don't we catch up on what the hell y'all been up to? Um, in the meantime, and, and, and I'll share, I'll share some stuff and things too, but Nathan, what about you, man? What have you been up to last couple of weeks? Uh, new for me is probably I've gotten, I've been doing quite a few streams of uh, Lord of the Rings online, getting pretty deep into that. I know you and your community are playing it too. Uh, mm -hmm. really good game, man. And I, I unlocked the, uh, 
Zaldax Dwarf. Oh, uh, nice. Very cool, man. I want to play uh, that, yeah. Having a lot of fun, man. It's a good game, especially since mm-hmm. that big change we've already talked about on the show. Right. Uh, free to play. Dude. Uh, and subscribers get everything now, so. Yes. It's pretty fantastic. Wasn't like that before, dude. You couldn't yeah. get all that. Like, now you're, you're a subscriber. You're like, you're good. You got it. And, yep. uh. That's cool, man. I'm glad to hear you're doing it too. I, I don't get to play on as much as I'd like to, just because of everything going on. But, you know, I get on, I log in, uh, I play when I can, and it's cool because I just see like people in the community playing and see them in Discord running together, and it's like that's nice, man. I just, and it's a good, nice place to do it too, you know. So yeah, it's a good vibe. What about you, Daedalus? Um, not not a lot here out outside of kind of the normal stuff and things. I had a little bit of a, a bump in my uh, workout here and <laughs> had a slight injury, so I was hobbling around for a few days. Is finally like on the on the upside now. Um, but in the meantime, what I've been passing my time in gaming wise, I've actually dug into Plague Tale Innocence. I know that's probably oh, a little bit dated. It's a good but, one. Um, but it is uh, it's something I'm getting into just because I just noticed there's that uh, Plague Tale mm. 2. I kind of heard about it on the Xbox, uh, like, you know, stream that they were doing. And I was actually after that, I might dig into uh, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Nice. So just kind of getting into those types of games. Nice. And I've been also playing um, a really cool space shooter called Chorus, also on Game Pass. And uh, not nice. not to be the Game Pass shell here, but... But there's been a few games that I've enjoyed, and I'm actually been getting my money's worth out of Game Pass this month. It's all right, because, uh, you know, I, I sold that ass of mine recently, did a Raid Shadow Legends uh, stream. I figured it'd be good, good company. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shout out to everybody who you know downloaded the game and played it, because uh, thanks for supporting the content here. Um, it was a good time. We... Yeah, my trademarks are in, so that's cool. My goal was the end of the month to get. I've got three class uh, trade trademarks going in right now. They're filed currently with the you know U.S. Pat, Patent and Trademark Office. So um, I'm not quite going to announce what it all is yet. I'm actually going to get my social medias kind of looking uniform and pretty and all that. Do the same with uh, the website and the Twitch and the YouTube channels and everything just to get them all uniform and cool and presentable and the discord and all that. I've got all the places exist. Um, so I just, I'm getting them polished over the next couple weeks and then I'll share everybody like the name of the, the essentially the name of the IPs universe, which is, you know, Daedalus actually knows it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He's like, yes, I do. But it's cool. I'm looking forward to sharing, um, sharing in it because I've been working on it a while and uh, I took two weeks off work of my day gig and um, I'm going to actually not work uh, at work. It's not really like the same thing, but I'm not going to be doing really too much content creation the next roughly two weeks because I'm actually disconnecting for the most part from a lot of tech uh, technology. I'll have like some, I'll have some videos going up and, um, some things that are sort of like auto automatically going to be popping and going where they're going. And, but generally speaking, I'm not planning on doing too much, um, outside of like, uh, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, I do. Dayla's like, Oh, but you got a Twitter account live with it though. It's true. I do. And technically if people were to dig right now, they'd find it. So if they wish to go look and snoop and you want to find it, go for it. 
Feel free to you follow You weren't very it. stealthy, though. You liked one of the posts that I, I did. had. I did it on purpose, actually, just for you, by the way. So there's that. Um, that was like my heyday list. You know about this. Hey, man. <laughs> sort of thing. like, wait, 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 what's this? I know, I know, that, I know <laughs> yeah. those initials. He do. It's not codenamed TMC anymore there. It's actually what it is. Um, oh, wait. Oh, that kind of gave people whatever they want to go look it up. That's fine. It doesn't really matter. It's all it's all squared away. I'm just not like opening the full presentation because quality check for myself, I suppose. Uh, I got some stuff in uh, some some art that I'm kind of working on. It's not like anything crazy. I just kind of want to get some assets in place, like some line line pieces for page breaks and uh, like like this sort of icon that I've been working on a little bit. Um, you'll be thankful to know it's not like a juice bottle or anything resembling shower juice, like you can see in chat <laughs> right now. Um, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about that though, because it's been like two months of trying to prep the IP to get into trademark. Cause you've got like a lot of steps you got to do. And once it's like kind of in place, it's like, okay, well, cool. It's already in process now. So I've got that sort of checked starting the first manuscript. Um, I've so far got seven people that are down to alpha or beta read. So shout out to the homies who have either been willing to contribute, who've gotten their partners who are beta readers or alpha readers uh, like Armored Cell and some of the others who are willing to do it. Um, I'm not really, really uh, able to really provide like a lot of payment. I'm just going to get people sort of like a launch package of the book when it's published, sign it and maybe throw in some, some merch goodies or something with it. Um, just as like a thank you because it is time, but they're going to help me to make sure that the first, first one launches well. Um, and once that's done, it's going to be nice because I've got the other ones. I'm just going to I, I realize I'm going to just basically roll right into the first two books, possibly three back to back, I think, um, because it's going to be kind of important to do that. So that might mean that the game that I'm likely working on, I'm not going to say it's really delayed, but it might be a little slower going for the first year um, as a result of that. But it's not really a bad thing because it just means I'm going to have more more there um along the way and it'll allow me to work on my art talent a little bit more on the digital medium as well which dear lord nathan that is a whole different ball game homie yeah 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 i'd say so i'd say so there's something really distracting me right mm. now oh, uh, what is that shirt you're wearing because i see some little pixels or something i've been trying to figure it out Oh, how cool. You like dude, that, dude? So. You like I it? So. Did you? I was, I was totally distracted this whole time. Like, looking at like, is that, is that, is that so Yes, sir. Like yes, sir. It is. It's good like old that. original Nintendo Link using the map assets to create him. I love it. I, I, cool. I like to wear this occasionally when I go up to the VA because I feel like it's my soldier, out, my soldier shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's my nerdy soldier shirt for when I go up to the, to the VA. So there it is. Um, but dudes, yeah, it's gonna be nice. Take a little bit of a break and decompress and working on my characters. And there's actually, I gotta share this too for anyone else that is big into like world building. You might have your own project. I'm not sponsored either, but I just wanted to share it. This is like a, a what I feel like is a gem. But if you've got like this whole world that you're building, and you want a place to sort of like create your own self-hosted sort of wiki. To actually create that Doku Wiki looks like that one's looking like my jam right now. I haven't actually used it. I'm hoping to use it to sort of put names and creatures and all that, and just have it all crunched into this space that I can access when I want to. Um, but that thing's looking really nice. I have not gone through it yet, but if anybody's interested, um, that that looks like 
one that feels like you've got a lot more control and safeguard it and you don't have to worry about it being your stuff being kind of like out there on some of the sites where they can get ripped potentially um so not saying you would get ripped but you do run the risk right on good the- yeah um yeah gentlemen it's been good it's gonna be good to catch up but uh why don't we dig in uh today talking about uh your daily fix um it does seem like that's the thing lately in games isn't it login rewards daily login rewards weekly login rewards battle passes the battle pass has gone from being a battle pass from br oriented games and stuff like that like i said i feel like it works well on mobile phones sometimes yeah and it can work well with like battle royale games um but it just doesn't work for certain games. And one of those games we'll be talking about in a little bit. But why don't we jump into one that we've been talking about recently? Y'all got phones, right? White Chang says. Getting nastier, man. He also says that gems in your gear aren't considered gear. Yeah, no, no. You, you can buy gems, but those aren't gear. No, I have a feeling this man took like way too many marketing classes because he's trying to rebrand the truth. It's like game splaining. It's sort yeah, of like exactly. that. So Look, when when it affects your stats, it's gear. It's, I don't care. Yes. Yep. What you want to call it or how it pieces onto the equipment, it doesn't matter. If it affects mm-hmm. stats, and you put it on your character, then it is gear. And my favorite part of this whole thing is like they're very sensitive to not allowing players to purchase gear. Right. Right. It's like he kind of qualifies that to say, like, to double down on the fact that he is like literally just speaking falsehoods and like justice needs to rain down on his happy ass. It, it makes you realize that what they've done here is they've had a board meeting where they said, hey, here's the things players absolutely won't let us do. Now, how do we circumvent that and still do that and, and say that we're not doing that? Uh, that's that's what it feels like to me is they've sat down and they've really like crunched it down like, hey, well, technically, gems, that wouldn't be called gear. We'd have an argument. We'll just it's, make the gear. We'll just make the gear basic, bitch, and then your gems are what's going to make it the most badass. You need that resonance, right? Also, if you want to get those tasty wings that you want, you better be willing to drop some serious skrilla. So Blizzard's looking forward to announcing the plans for Diablo Immortal in the coming weeks. Cannot wait to see what they got in store for us. Oh my goodness, it's gonna be so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. What what's next in the money printing press that is Blizzard? <laughs> Ain't wrong, man. You, you know, know, they they proved too that like one hundred thousand dollars can match you out if you're lucky. I don't know if you're that, lucky. That, that, that bar has point. been raised. That's what that, I'm saying. If you're lucky. If you're not lucky and you don't get good RNG, maybe half a mil. No, no big deal. It's just a mobile game, half a mil, and I can be a badass. For, and here's the other thing. 540,000, according to this be article. for how long, because we know how Blizzard likes that treadmill of better gear and loot coming all the time. Yes. So half a mil yep. for how long can you Until be? Until you raise the bar Jeez. and it's irrelevant, right? Because like you said, they like to keep, you go and you max out and then your gear becomes irrelevant when the next patch comes out. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. So could you imagine though? Ooh, that would stink. Oh shit, dude. Oh. It's sad. Now, I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to say this though. Yes. And I think this might have been their strategy, and something I haven't heard anybody else talk about. Sure. It is a decent strategy for a. Sorry to say it like this. Crappy content creator to play Diablo Immortal, make a bunch of money from you know streaming this game, etc., and use that money to be awesome, and then be able to make even better content and be able to do things that the average peasant can't do. Right? I mean, yeah. And that might have been their strategy all along. Was like, hey, we're in a content creator world. We'll create one that really gives uh, big content creators more juice. So they can make the best content, which will drive more people to try to catch up to them and be as awesome as they are. It, right. That might have been the whole strategy. Because I've been watching some of these content. Right. Games, some of them drop some working. serious money, dude. You're going, dude. It's Max Roll dropped them. I was watching it. I was, I was looking at it. So this new article I posted there, MMRPG.com, right? Their news is that discovery of a new mechanic may mean getting fully geared in Diablo. Immortal would cost $540,000. Can you just like just for a minute, okay? I, I like gaming and everything, guys, but we're talking about a fucking video game here. A mobile game. A mobile game. <laughs> Five hundred and forty thousand. Let's even go a hundred thousand dollars for in any reality to pay that kind of money to play a video game to me is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> If I ever had that amount of money and I spent it on something like Diablo Immortal, I give full permission to anyone to send the assassins out to take yeah. me out because my life is over at that point. I just, I honestly, if like I'm so bad at a video game that I have to spend yeah. half a million dollars to be good at it, I really don't deserve to be on this earth. I'm telling you, it's just, it's, it's staggering. It's, it's like, staggering it's, how much they're yeah. monetizing this. And how much people are buying into it, too. People are doing it, though. Yes. uh, Here's the thing. I want somebody to go to a third world country and explain this. Right. Right. Where they they, don't even have food to eat. Yes. And yet people are spending half a mil on a mobile game. This is why it's crazy. Explain that. That's why it's crazy to me, because I have this worldview where I take things like that into account Right. Like I try to live as a minimalist, like I've got some nice things, but I don't have a lot of shit. Like if I'm not using it and I don't need it, like I try to sell it, get something back from it. And basically like, hey, someone else out there in the world could use this, gets it. They don't have to pay a shit ton of money. It's a win win. I'm not burdened with a bunch of stuff. I literally never touch. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like that's my lifestyle and I prefer it. I don't think I could ever, you know, like it's not like I couldn't live in a big house, but like, I also look at that and go, would it be used? Or if it's, if it's just a bunch of empty space for the sake of a bunch of big things and empty space, and it's kind of like a waste of resources to me, you know, like, so I look at that and it, I'm not knocking anybody who does it like teach their own, but that's my philosophy for. So for me, that is just completely outside of what I consider sane. Cause that would be insane for me to do that for me as a human that behavior is is Sims not right in the head because it would not align with his values. It wouldn't align with who he is or anything. Also, I just think, can't that just be utilized in a lot of more positive ways somewhere in someone's life, yours, your family's something? I, I don't know. I think 
I think I could be wealthy and always feel that way. So there's that. But the the final, this was the best part. Maxroll.gg. This continues their Diablo Immortal branch. They were going, we tested this. We were checking it out. And uh, we just are not going to support this here on this site. Sorry, we're not, we're not doing this. Smart move. It's too, it's too, it's too, yeah, it's too much. Good on them, man. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I agree. I think more people need to quit supporting it. I mean, uh, that would, that that's mm-hmm. the only way they're going to learn their lesson. Uh, they're, you know, we're by supporting it. You're saying that this is okay. Um, and exactly. Yeah, Blows my mind. Didn't they announce recently that Overwatch 2, however, would not have, have loot uh, crates in it? Yeah. Oh, no. They won't play but for this game if we do that. That just makes you wonder, though, what yeah. will it have, right? So, yeah, I right. mean, they used all their, like, or at least a good mm-hmm. portion of their pay to win in Diablo was a battle pass, right? You can get gems out of that, but you can also buy gems. So, technically, that's not a loot crate. That's just power you can purchase. But it's not gear. It's not gear. It's not gear. Don't worry. We're not doing that. We're not. We're not that. We're not Vasquezy. You know. We're not gonna do de- gear. Uh, we'll just do attachments to go into gear that affect the stats mm. of the gear that basically becomes your gear. But no, we're not yeah. gonna do straight up gear. You're not that skeezy, but you're still skeezy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're still filthy, man. Like that's some next level shit. <laughs> I'm Billy like, crawling, slimy ass. I saw Coda got <laughs> re- elected again to ser- continue serving on the board. So if that tells you anything, yeah, they're like you making us some money there, Bobby. You keep it yeah, up, yeah. Bobby. Keep making us money. I'm like not supporting it. It unfortunately, I am. At, I'm quite literally at a place now. Like, and here's the thing that's sad. Like, I actually I didn't mind playing that game all the way up. Until I got to max level, I'm like Paragon 30 and I tapped out. I was like, I can't. It, It's basically just, basically just getting on at this point, doing bounties. I could run around and do some other stuff. And in itself, that wouldn't be bad as part of like the, the sort of like grind to get Paragon levels if there was more focus around like the story content and it exists in the world. But their focus isn't that. Their focus is the gems. And it's very obvious that that's their focus with everything they're pushing you to do daily, daily, daily. Get your daily fix. Get on. Get on to your daily thing. Make sure that your whole daily thing is pushing you towards the pinnacle of this, which is gems. You need your gems. If you don't get your gems, you suck. If you don't get your gems, you're going to get take it to the face. If you don't get your gems, by the way, I tell you, suck. Get your gems. Get your gems. Get your gems. Oh, I could spend $200 this week to get some gems you guys i could spend 500 i could spend oh my god that's literally the game how unfortunate and as a result blizzard congratulations i have zero plans of touching anything you produce ever again and yeah, i think a lot of people feel that way i've seen the big like i'm not and, playing diablo 4 um care. no at this point why would i even I. bother and you're already saying we're yeah. gonna do a we're gonna do a cash shop i'm like the fuck i'm playing that then Yep. Bye. No way. Bye, it, and it's sad too, right? Because there was a time when, boy, I looked forward to those Blizzard games. Hey, you still got a cool game to look forward to? Mm. Baldur's Gate Three is coming out next. True week. story. That's and a fair I'm, point, dude. They've been they've been rocking. I don't know if you've been watching their updates. But, Not lately. Mm-mm. Man, there's some love just getting poured in that baby. Um, that's gonna be, in my opinion, that's gonna be the CRPG revolution. It's it's. it's I agree. It's taking the old school and it's just making it so much better. Uh, 
and I know every studio can't make a game like that, but you, but there have been people come out and make similar. What was the uh, RPG? Um, it wasn't Waylanders. It was, um, um, I can't think of it. It's on Game Pass, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it, it's a smaller studio, but it's D&D, and it's still got that same kind of feel, and it's like, dude, they were so obviously inspired by what Baldur's Gate 3 was trying to do. Um, but yeah, D- Blizzard, you know, they, they can't do anything right. It's the weirdest thing, right? Because... We're all kind of hoping, even though it was a mobile game, that it would be a Diablo experience. It would feel like Diablo. That's the point. And that's my answer to a question in chat, too. It's like, just because I knew it was going to be a phone game doesn't mean I I can't play it and enjoy it. If if it's going to be an enjoyable experience. And it wasn't a... I actually enjoyed it. I felt like it started out really good, and it got to about the middle, and then I was like, eh, fizzling. And then it got to the end. I was like, oh, cool. It actually got really great again. And then at that point, I was like, well, fuck. That's... That's that's that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they lost me when their story yeah. mechanics were just another avenue to pay to win. Just where <laughs> that's win. where I was like, yeah, I like literally it was like I had two, I had two levels mm-hmm. more in the battle pass, and I was like, I just got on to get them done. It's like I closed my eyes and played, just make sure that that was done. But I just so I could get a cosmetic that I'm yeah. like, you know, didn't really care for. But I'm like, okay, you know, my um, what do you call it, my collector's ocd is is satisfied and now i'm i haven't touched it since yeah i mean i i, I didn't spend hardly shit on that game honestly i got it, i got yeah like maybe like put 20 bucks something like that yeah something about there but i mean honestly like i've played i've paid more money for games where i had less hours of actual playing time so i mean mm-hmm. cost benefit yeah, analysis for me at least was pretty fucking low mm-hmm. and it was a diablo game so i like I was, you know, I played every Diablo game and I was like pretty happy with every Diablo game. It wasn't bad, but it you could definitely tell at, you know, as you got to the end that like that they were they were I feel like they probably bust their ass to make sure that they could keep the people that were there for that engaged in long enough. And then, you know, the majority of the people I think that probably and really play that game probably didn't care too much for it. Um it wasn't bad story though. It wasn't no. bad. It was yeah, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Maybe maybe Blizzard's going for a, a a new marketing approach though. Maybe they're they want people to be embarrassed to play their games. You know, <laughs> it worked. It's working out for McDonald's. People have been embarrassed to eat McDonald's for twenty years, <laughs> and they're still going. They'll strong, do it. So, they still do so, it. So maybe that's uh, Blizzard's new MMO or, or RPG strategy is to uh, just make people completely embarrassed to play their game. Maybe that's uh, it a does. Thing. Doesn't it kind of feel like they're they're slowly killing their IPs off themselves though? But yeah. are they though? I mean, that's the thing that I think I, I, I guess find for so me, counter- yeah, you're yeah, right. I find so counterintuitive. It's like they're doing all these this, this shady sh- shit, all and, of them, and they're so making far. money hand over fist, and it's like. Where's the lesson in this for them? Like, let I mean, and granted, you know, we 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 played it, but we're not investing like a hundred to five hundred thousand dollars in it. Right, right, right. You know, that's a good question. Frozen was saying, like, how's World of Warcraft doing right now? I don't know what the numbers are because I don't track that much of it anymore. But well, I'm playing it. It's... I'm not. Uh, so I I have a feeler for it. Mm. And classic is freaking rocking. Classic uh, versus retail. That would be an important question to differentiate. Yeah. Because I don't know about retail. I know classic's doing good. Yeah, classic's rocking. When, yeah. when I say classic, by the way, yeah. I always I'm not talking about actually World of Warcraft classic. Those servers are pretty rough right now. Um I'm talking about Burning Crusade, you know, today's classic. Um 
is freaking yeah. rocking. Just jam. Yeah, my brother's playing a lot of it. Nice. Yeah, my nice brother's too. playing it a lot right now. He's been playing it pretty consistently. I can't. I I've already I already did it, and I had this thing about going back and doing the the same thing. It's like I I tend to not do that with certain things. Like I won't. It's kind of like okay. It for me, certain video games and MMORPGs are kind of like this for me. Are like I go and I play through it all, and I don't want to do it again. Like I don't like in MMORPGs going into the same dungeon over and over. It's one of the things I don't really care to do. Raids I can do. It's a little bit of a different experience for me because difficulty levels higher. Um, but I never got into. I haven't gotten into Dragonfly at this point, and uh, it just wasn't enough for me to be able to do it. I, I, I've got to see more, like yeah. from from Blizzard on World of Warcraft, to convince me, right? Because they yeah, don't pre-order it. Don't, no, I'm don't not. Give them I'm, your money. I'm not. A- I don't have time for that anyway. And at this point, World of Warcraft's off the table for me. They need multiple expansions of progress to actually get me into a place where I would contemplate it. But the problem is at that point I've played it for so long. I don't think I'd care. I, I do got to say longer. one thing I noticed this week, I was checking up like what's going on with Dragonfly. So I was listening to some of the bigger personalities and their takes and things. And, uh, you know, they were mixing in interviews. So it wasn't necessarily them saying these things, but they were, there is a buy-in right now that Dragonfly is finally going to do what everybody's been wanting, which is, Hey, we need <sighs> continual progression right like don't start us over every expansion pack right like let us have continual progress and uh etc and and focus more on the world is the story not the character uh, not you you're not the story the world is the story etc there's some buy into that but what i thought was funny when i was researching i couldn't help but laugh was that there's a buy-in for that but then the developers are very plainly stating that dragonfly is a reset and it's like, but isn't that what you guys just said you don't want? And they're saying it is. So, like, you just, you're just hoping that a few years from now, the next expansion won't be another reset? Like, it will be. Like, they're doing the same thing. They're telling you that they're doing the same thing. It's a reset. Uh, and that's what everybody's been upset about, about all the, the past few expansions, is it was like a great reset. And... You know, like your time and energy is useless now uh, that happened before. Yeah, sounds like some Blizzard veterans went to the same marketing class. Yeah. It's not. This is what Jeez, what it is. Dude. It's not what you think it is. It's what we think it is. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole Listen lot of games playing, in, huh? Jeez, dude, I'm telling you, it, it seems like the thing lately, man. It really does. It's it's kind of been killing my vibe. And excitement for a lot of games, like because I look around right now and it seems like developers primary focus more often than not is keeping you in there doing just we just want you logging in and causing you to feel as much FOMO as possible so you don't ever leave. And that's such to me, that's the wrong and like that's the wrong way. It doesn't appeal to me. And I'm realizing something. This has been the thing that has caused me to care less and less about the majority of games, because more often than not, that's a part of almost all of the ones that initially would get, would gather my interest and then end up not, not being able to like either hold it or just turn me off before I'm even willing to get a chance. Cause that's a part of it. Um, and we knew that was going to happen with immortal. Right. I mean, we, we, we knew that was going to happen, but 
I wanted to see if the story would be good. And all in all, it was not the best Diablo story. I think it could have delivered a lot better. Uh, but it, it also kind of went to show you that, like, I think that their their creativity for Blizzard games, like over like Overwatch Two, I have a feeling is going to be less intriguing. Uh, Diablo Four, I think, is probably going to be about as intriguing story wise, maybe a little bit better than Diablo Immortal. And the reason I say that's because so much of the focus seems to be more on daily login, cash shop. I just want to jump down. Now, We I watched Ashes of Creation's live stream today. Holy fuck balls. Holy fuck balls, man. Are they just fucking kicking ass? And, dude, the combat today, they've made some serious improvement to the weapon attacks. Now, if you're interested in Ashes of Creation... Tune in on Sunday at 5 p.m. CDT because we do the Ashes Pathfinder podcast. We'll this week for sure have like Daedalus Faisal myself chatting Ashes and we'll just be digging in to all things Ashes. The um, dev outline we usually have done uh, is going to be a little delayed, but we'll we'll have everything ready to roll by Sunday and we'll be talking about a lot more. But I don't know if either one of you saw it. I know Daedalus was going to be rolling a little late on it. I've not seen it yet, no. Damn, man. It's... It, it, it's it's definitely they they piggybacked off of where they were due, uh, where they were at, and where they were going at the end of uh, Alpha One, where they decided that they were like, hey, we're gonna try to go for more fluidity in combat. You're not gonna be stuck in root motion as much, and they clearly have iterated and and piggybacked off of where they kind of were going there, and they were actually showcasing. There were a couple skills they showed off, which were their weapon master, and I was like, wait a second. That's not one of your main eight archetypes. That's the class. And the class is a combination of when you take the eight archetypes and you augment them with the secondary archetype and get you a class. And they were showing that off. So we actually got to see some of the skills, skill uh, abilities, a couple thrown in there for the it's weapon tasty. master. So I was like, fighter. I heard weapon master. And I was like, Ooh, fighter, 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 <laughs> baby. That doubled down on a fighter. So yeah, Dude, I, I I hate to say this. I, no, I don't hate to say this. I, I just, it, it's a little hard saying it because I know I'm kind of dunking on a lot of other games that are in development. And I'm not going to name anybody and put anybody down. I know Ashes has taken a while. It's understandable with what they're working on. Um, yeah, they're absolutely no star citizen, clearly. No. Um I think the MMO RPG genre is going to have to take note, man. The day they launch that game at the rate they're going with what they're I showing. I hope they do. I hope that, yeah, that is I do exactly too. what has to happen. I'm afraid, though, that what will actually happen is Ashes will launch, do a lot of really good things, and the rest of the industry will just ignore it. That would be way worse. you know. Yeah. Not for Ashes. No, not for them. Be- not for them, for but the genre, I mean, I just yeah. it, I, I look, I, I worry about the genre, you know, going forward as well. And if people aren't trying to take, you know, good ideas now and, and you know, evolve them, then you know, we'll be stuck back in the WoW clone era where it was just the same old, same old, and you know, one yeah. king to rule them all. You know, which I like there to be. Um, Brad McQuaid said something really, really mm. good, which was uh, he was like, you know, I hope all these MMO projects do really well and are super successful. Because this is a genre, and if we're not having success in the genre, yes, we won't we won't be around, you know. And um, you know, he he was really big into MMOs being a 
mm-hmm. a, a thing that goes forward forever, um, which is what yeah. it's supposed to be. You know, it's supposed to be virtual worlds that never end. Yeah, and that's something I think Steven said in in part two is like if if they as like don't innovate, you know, as like and they can't push the envelope that of their what they're trying to do in addition to making a great game, right? Is mm-hmm. trying to level up the genre to begin with, right? Yeah. I mean, like at the in the early days, right? You had like WoW, and WoW did level up the genre, right? And in and, and other other games, like in some form or another, did level up the genre too. Right. And <clears throat> the strategy has always been, you know, from a at least from an intrepid perspective, is take things that work really well and make them better. Yeah. Right. And I think that's something where we talk about clones and whatnot. Yeah, clones don't do the level up part. They just say, okay, yeah. well, something works. Let's just replicate it, you know, you know, bit for bit. Or even and worse, think- let's take what they did in their game and let's just sh- smash it into our game, even though it doesn't make sense. That's already exactly. released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what ha- that was the real problem with WoW was all these people were like, oh, that works. Let's just force that into our game where it makes no freaking sense and um, ruin our own game in the process. Yeah. On the Ashes, no, you know, other the Elder Scrolls Online, I noticed that they're, I, I feel like it was at least like, a, let's try to get in there and do, because I think these games that have been in development or have already been out, when they see another game launching that's going to have certain features. Sure. It's like, let's yeah. try to integrate this in here now so we've already got that in our game, right? So like other people aren't, like people aren't incentivized to maybe go to this other game to have something that we already have here now too. Um, and that's Tavern Games. With their yeah. new card, their new card gaming game. I have not tried it, but um, I saw that and I was like, oh, I see what y'all are doing, people smart. I just finished but. the story in the new in the new high aisles for ESO. Um, How do you feel about it? It was good, man. It was it was a good break from the normal Elder Scrolls story. It was it was they exactly wanted. as advertised and it was good and it kept me interested. And I actually binged it um, right once I started it. Every night I was just staying up super late playing mm. ESO and getting deeper and deeper until I finished it. Beautiful areas, man. The the high yeah. are absolutely gorgeous. Um nice. you might be able to tell me this, Sam, mm. but when I was playing it this week, I noticed something. I was like, have they added is that new? I don't remember this being in the game. I always felt like in the combat in ESO, there was not enough reaction, right? Like when you hit the enemy, it was like it was like there might be a flashy effect, but the enemy doesn't react to it. Now I'm noticing there is some. Um, was there always a little bit, or am I just hyper analyzing and it's um, always been there? Yeah. Now they 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 kind of they kind of twitch around when they get hit, etc. Yeah, there there was, but it could be that it's more noticeable because of like what they've been working on for like the past like well for, combat changes forever with combat changes. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it is noticeable now. It's still not. If ESO wants to survive post, which they will, let's be honest. They will, yeah. But if they want to be super successful and, like, remain in the top five MMOs, um, they're going to have to take note of the combat system in uh, Ashes. I agree. They're going to look so outdated when Ashes launches. Yeah. Combat. That's a struggle bus that ESO has been on forever, though, too, is just their combat. I don't think so. Um, their their focal point is to like, look, let's be real here. OK, like the Elder Scrolls Online has slowly worked its way into being in a position to where they can make it to where everybody feels like a champion. 
because those yeah. people will continue to pay, right? They'll continue yeah. to buy their crown crates. They'll continue to log in. They'll continue to be there dumping money into their their game because they feel like champions when they play. And if yeah. you can make someone who's maybe not that great at MMORPG feel like they're a badass in one because they can roll a build as like a couple buttons. I mean, they don't have to like theory craft very hard. Someone can go make a build. I mean, I've got buddies that play that game that make builds. They're some of the best people doing them, right? They do greatest content creators doing it. Hey, it's it's a good gig if you, if you want to yeah. do that grind. I ain't hating on it, right? No. But the, the problem is, though, is that becomes like a part of the culture of the general player there. And then when you see Ashes, like, I think a lot of those people are going to be like, um, that's you want me to do what kind of gameplay? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You want to take me away from this, like, like, vi- like this gameplay style of a couple buttons and my sets just burst everything down for me versus I've got to have rotations, cooldowns, resources. I've got to do all that stuff. Situational awareness, no add-ons. Jail Scrolls Online has. I mean, you're you're talking about very different players, but that's a good point, though, because then I think to myself, it's something I'm really curious about because you're right. It didn't go anywhere. It, it It's catering to a very specific demographic and they that demographic will love that game. And that's good for the space, regardless of whether it's paid to get convenience or not. You got more variety for people and the genre, quite frankly, does need that, in my opinion. But... I'm very curious, and I don't really have any idea about this yet, when Ashes does launch, and it can maintain, uh, you know, its its growth and um, its, like, health and everything moving forward based on this, like, monetization model that it's got, where there's no pay to convenience, pay to win, no loot crates, no any of that sort of stuff going on. And it's literally, we're going to try to focus on making really, really great content that you love. And that's why you want to be here because crafting and the game systems and all that. And it's not about this necessarily FOMO element and that sort of stuff. Like if they can do that, I'm very curious what that'll look like for the genre. Cause like, how will that pull people away? How will other games endure? How will their demographics change? How will ashes change? How how will that look in the grand scope of the MMORPG is what I wonder. Because quite frankly, I don't feel like we've really seen a game in this space that's going to be doing something similar to that without all that junk in a while. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. new anyway. Yeah. So I'm curious. Just a thought though. Yeah, I do think it's going it, to, it, so, you know, no matter how, which Ashes is like, it's going to be a pretty big splash. Um, sure, yeah. It's looking like it's going to be a big one. Uh, but no matter what, even the smallest stone makes a ripple effect, right? So yeah. uh, a big splash, more immediate and more obvious. And people, you know, and that's the thing, like these companies have to make mm. money, right? And you see... And I, I'm not, I don't know all the politics around it, but uh, Netflix is having to change course because of whatever, whatever. Right. I don't even know why people are mad, but people are mad at Netflix for whatever reason. Oh, I don't follow it, but they are. And, oh, really? Uh, I guess. Uh, oh, there's some big strange. drama going on. But in, in any case, I have been seeing um, that Netflix is trying to change their strategy uh, because money talks. At the end of the day, if, and it doesn't take a lot. A lot of people think, well, they make billions of dollars, so... No, that doesn't matter because when they're in those meetings with the investor 
and they made, let's say, some huge company like Blizzard. They made $4 billion last year. I made that number up, but they made $4 billion <laughs> last year. Um, and this year, they're on pace to make $1 billion. Dude, that ain't good. Investors aren't going to be okay with that. That's still a crap ton of money, right? But it doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah. when when you take money away from one, they're going to have to re-strategize mm. and say, why did we lose that and how do we get it back? Mm -hmm. So Very curious. Yeah, it's something I'm very curious about, man. And we got less MMOs in the space too, right? So like you got that, like thinking about that, right? Like they're having to take notice. And then Terra, I mean, I remember talking about it was going to be closing after 10 years. It's this Thursday. Well, today, shit. Closing today, everybody. It is, it's done. Yep. That's one first, more gone. First action uh, based yep. MMO. Yeah, and it it was it was successful. It, it had some it had some it had some good years. It really did. Uh, I think it was a pretty good MMORPG to play for a long time. I think it gave a lot of people a lot of good variety and options. But it's like, damn, dude. You know, because if I thought like, what's a what's a decent MMORPG someone could play? I mean, I thought Terra's out there if that was like someone's jam. Rift was out there if it was someone's jam. You know. Arcade, I'm just kidding. Fuck that game. For the 387th time. <laughs> what did I just hear? Dude, dude, the, the population's dying so hard for that one. There's like nothing I can say except you, you have it coming for the bazillion time. Some of them, I can't believe they're around, right? Still. Like, um, mm -hmm. like, dude, I play old games, okay? So I'm used to seeing some dwindling <laughs> populations. But, sorry, uh, we forgot one. I'm sorry, chat said Dream World. There's that, too. Oh, yeah, that one's a big... That's going to really ripple the... Uh, about dropping a rock <laughs> in the water. A <laughs> it's big like one. dropping a turd in the water. A big old turd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not a rock, it's a turd. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> dude, games like Rift, how are they still around, dude? There's like I've five wondered people that. logs on. Like, <laughs> I have genuinely they... wondered that too, homie. I really that have. That game probably took the biggest nosedive of an MMO. Like, yeah. I don't even know what happened. I don't know if you guys do. I don't know. What I don't happened. really know either, honestly. I either. I mean, I played it. I like it. I just stopped playing it. So I mean, there wasn't really any for particular me. reason. Yeah, it was I like first month or so. Did. Yeah, I jumped in first month or so, and then I was like, I mean, this maybe doesn't... it was like it was like repetitive after a while. I guess that was probably it for me. I don't know. I just yeah. and I think I didn't have a lot of friends playing it after a while too. So and they quit making and... content, as far as I can tell. Yeah. And that's just like guaranteed. Like yeah, yeah, you know. Yep. You got to make content. Come on. Uh, people want to stick around. You know, you know, and it's unfortunate because Rift was had the, I think they had the potential to capitalize on something really interesting with the Rifts. Yeah. And then the Elder Scrolls Online came out and I quite seriously, let's be real. I think they did just a phenomenally better job with it. Yeah. With like the date with the dolmens and stuff. Now, I don't want to give Rift the credit yeah. for that, though. Because Warhammer Online no. did it first. Oh, fair and point. Then Rift, and then Rift was like, oh, it's a good idea. And they made it better. And then ESO made it even better. Rifts were more randomized, though, right? Like you weren't exact same place all the time, which was. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. So, okay, yeah. yeah, Warhammer, I might be getting, I'm getting this a tiny bit mixed up, but I'm, I'm close to mm. Mark. It was like you had to do certain things quest wise and it would open a rift or something like that. It wasn't called a rift, but uh, same concept, if I remember correctly. And mm. then rift was just like these are random events, um, well, semi-random. 
you couldn't, they could be in different spots. Right. So, yeah, you know, you think about this and I'm like, you know, I know I'm going to be waiting a little while for ashes, but God, that game's going to kick some ass. I'm just so looking forward to it. It's, it's, I, I always said it was going to be the last MMO. I just would immerse myself in fully if I played another MMORPG and I, I've never felt more like um, reinforced in that like decision. But you know what I got to talk about? Oh my god, there was a thing you missed out on earlier today when I was doing the Ashes post show, Daedalus. Oh boy! Someone in chat said Stephen can sell ice to an Eskimo, and I fucking lost my shit because he's always doing this with his hands, like does this sort of thing. And I was like, need a little ice? You an Eskimo? Need a little ice? Want to buy some ice? Eskimo, want to buy some ice? I got it for you right here. And they would buy it hook, line and sinker. But it was funny because he had his like, I'm selling it hat on. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm cracking up because like, here he goes. But at the same time, you're going, you know, he's going to sell that fucking ice to everybody and they'll bite it up. Do you know why? Because Ashes is actually doing it. He actually it. backs it up with a product that's good. Exactly. Yeah. There's a big difference. He's not, he doesn't need to there. sell much when he's got a good product, right? You know, At least what this, we've seen. All this BS actually is actually working in his favor <laughs> because, like, it's making people so sick and fed up of the yes. nonsense that when he actually has something to show for it, people are like, oh, thank God, here's one. I'll just attach myself to that because it's real. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And yeah. it's definitely they they haven't like I wouldn't say I agree with every choice they've made over the years. Right. But definitely 2022 has been such a solid year mm-hmm. for them in terms yeah. of what they've shown, the quality of what they've shown. I mean, granted, it's like a lot of it's like early yet. And I'm sure there's feedback and there's iteration that's gonna happen. But even them just sitting down, talking through their process showing like the spectrum of combat i mean it was just it was just such a great like the latest stream was just such a great uh stream in terms of their track record for this year mm-hmm. and yeah i i would agree he he could definitely like i he had me at the kickstarter video i mean i'm not gonna lie but you know as we've gotten to a point where they're showing tangible things it's like you have a level of expectation and rarely do i feel like games live up to expectations yeah this yeah. feels like it's exceeding expectations like again in these yeah, little bits we haven't seen the whole product yet right i'm not trying to white knight it. i'm just kind of going perception wise but it's like i had kind of a point of view on going into this combat stream going into the you know character creator stream the weather stream like okay yeah this is kind of what we're gonna see right and i consistently it feels so much better like even just the little things there weren't directly related to the content how they've like the the riverlands they showed how they like spawn mobs the animations on you know on the mobs i mean all this stuff is like this is an alpha it doesn't feel like an alpha it feels much further along than it is that's and because we've been lied to about what alpha is for so freaking long this is actually a real alpha uh this yeah. is historically speaking how you do one but yeah we've been we've been bs for so long about yeah we're an alpha and the game's like they just started making it you know um but yeah i agree and and another thing i'd like to point out here that is pretty exciting to me is that to be honest 
Ashes is still living in its little bubble right now. There's not major advertisement. There's not nothing. And almost everybody knows about it. But when they actually start bombing, like, you know, right go to mmorpg.com or your whatever and there's ashes and there's trailers on youtube and all this stuff when they start doing that dude Dude. it's gonna get wild especially since it's an unreligion five dude true and you know what he was saying something else really funny today i lost my shit about they were showing off the pyre l's which by the way if you oh nathan you got to take a look see and ooh. The, it was actually something they noticed too. They were like, they were talking about how they were trying to share it in Discord, the images, and Discord got them. And that's because if, and I noticed it too, because I tried to share those in Discord this week and it wouldn't let me share the female Pyre elf because of the fact that Discord, if you have a community, if you change your server to a community server on Discord, which ours is as well, and Simorg, discord.gg forward slash Simorg, uh, I was posted three of them in their face of the, of the Pyre male, female Pyre, uh, Pyre Elf, right? Uh, so I did the two Wood Elf, essentially is what I'm calling them, um, uh, freaking face shots. And then the male body shot, the female body shot. Nope, it looks like nudity does. Community servers have an auto bot in there. It's like, looks like nudity does. And you're like, homie, got on loincloths and them titty nipples is covered more than them bathtub streams on Twitch. I think we're okay. Right, Can we work right. a little bit on this? Oh boy! <laughs> Can we? It's a fair point, right? Like the 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 art, by the way, it's art is covering more than the titties on Twitch and bathtub streams. Can we just drop the bar a little bit? I, no nipples, none of that stuff. Although they were like Stephen said, we we have equal opportunity sliders because the the wood elf butt was little. It wasn't like a ton of junk in her trunk. Maybe somebody likes it like that. A little bit more voluptuous, breastuses and booty. And it wasn't like popping hard, but if you want it popping hard, they are equal opportunity sliders and therefore slide your heart's content. And I was like, I want to see these bubble butt elves. I don't see them. They're not. No, 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 no. They don't. They got to find the video. They're, uh, they're, you have to go back and look at it. But yeah, they're, they're not, um, no badonka donk. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, then I'll quit looking. No, no hefty. I, I can't <laughs> drop it in Discord for obvious reasons. Perhaps I can in a DM though. So is it the cover? I know Nathan's like, I gotta see this, man. Where him with that art booty at, man. He's like, Yeah, yeah. Put the <laughs> sliders in, baby. Let's he's go. like, he's like, show me <laughs> them. <laughs> show me the quad opportunity sliders. I, I need to get a character. I need creator. to test this for reasons. <laughs> for for science. Nathan's like, where for are these science. at for science real quick while we're on the show on? <laughs> DNA research here in Ashes of Creation. Might be able to get a new ingredient for the shower juice. Oh no. People in chat were talking about ice because I mentioned the ice thing and then there's like dry ice and I was like frozen shower juice. How are you going to deliver upon that one? (laughs) There's a shower juice with a cooling effect. (laughs) Sandalwood for all the pirate. Sandalwood. Yeah, how about aloe vera? Uh, oh, yeah, aloe vera. <laughs> get it? Cause vera get aloe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we were ridiculous. We are literally grown ass men who act like children. Okay. Moving on. Uh, I don't care, man. I'll never grow up ever. Yeah, because you know why? Because when we grew up, we were Toys R Us kids. Okay. 
And now Toys R Us is gone. We <laughs> made an oath, God, dude. To the old knights of the Toys R Us Truth. kids, we made an oath that we would not grow up, and I'm sticking to it. Yes, it's a true story. Even if the order has dissolved, and the, and the, old, <laughs> the old castles are now mm. Kmarts and whatever they are now. <laughs> Kmarts. <laughs> or, you know, some other named place that shall not be named because bad things potentially happen to good people there. What? Not that I know about that. We've been stretching out stuff and things, man. I, I, I saw this from Xbox Studios, you guys. Um, no, actually, let me let me let me touch on something else first, real quick, because I saw that Blizzard was acquiring Spellbreak developers. As Spellbreak closes its door, this thing barely made it out the door. I don't want to. Yes, I'm going to do it. I told you so. I knew this shit wouldn't make it. I knew it wouldn't it wouldn't make it because Ashes of Creation's Apocalypse game had more heart to the damn thing than Spellbreak did. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm not trying to shit on the game. I'm not. It just didn't resonate as a as a magical game to me. And it felt it felt like it didn't feel fluid in combat. Like nothing about it really was great. And you decided to make it on the tail end of Battle Royales. Don't. Battle Royales have gone so far for too long, and most people are sick and tired of that shit. Unless you like shooters specifically. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. It fits well with the shooter genre. So rip spell break. I told it's you so. It's gone. It's done. It's going bye-bye. Shutting down next year. It's... Didn't, didn't it just release on Switch or something? It, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they had to know. Come on. They had to know. Fuck, That's man. dirty. That's dirty. <laughs> like, uh, oh, here you go, Switch players. Let's see Set if we can make it. Though. Yeah, we'll Come see home. if we can make that exactly. <laughs> see if we out. can let's see if we can yoink as much of that money as we can before we know what's gonna happen. What else did that? I'm not saying this is a scam starter because it's not the same thing, but Chronicles of Lyria. Good old Caspian did that. Still in land yeah, right before he pulled the plug. Grab. Yeah, right, right before, too. Right. Right before, weeks like... two? Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, something like that. Two just weeks. Grab, just grab up a, some more money and run. Yeah, because we know we know that game is in development. <laughs> he tried to blame... Oh, man. He tried to blame COVID for oh, that. Oh, I know. You know he probably applied for, like, federal assistance with that shit, too. I would not be surprised. He probably did. I would not. I, I'm curious, though, before digging into more topics, because I've been contemplating this... There's a um, <clears throat> local radio show in my area that's done something for years. And I finally caught it again for the first time in ages. And I'm going to go ahead and promo it. Uh, Big Man Morning Show, you guys rock. But they do this particular part on that show on Fridays. Or I think it's Thursdays. I'm sorry, Thursdays. And they do this um, conspiracy theory segment. And I'm like, dude, I want to incorporate that into the LFM podcast. Like, I just want to talk about something crazy that we found on the Internet, like conspiracy mm. theory, supernatural, unexplained, really weird thing that happens out there in the world just for the fucking sake of talking about it. Because us geeks like shit like that sometimes, too. You know, I watch that stuff to go to sleep. That's a very common, like, I'm trying to wind down. I'll pull up something conspiracy. 
and that's where I'll I'll doze off to. Uh, so I actually am pretty well versed on the conspiracy theories Ooh. because I don't, I don't know why, but it's Fine. late at night. And I like to watch that stuff when it's late. It doesn't matter if I believe it or not. I just like to. Just, you just can't a, help a it. a while. Yeah, just pretend like, yeah, what, wouldn't that be crazy? You know? Yeah, there was like this show on, I think it was Amazon. It was called like Lore, I think, for a while. I don't know if it got more than a couple seasons. But they just went. It was really strange stories. Really strange stories that you find out about. And you're like, dude, that is so weird. You know like, what my favorite one is? And it makes I'm you wonder. My favorite. Sure. Because this one, there's a little bit of merit to this. All okay. Right? A little bit, at the very least. The Mandela <laughs> effect, man. Oh, that dude, is this is weird all thing. stuff because it hits me hard. It's like, dude, I know for a fact. Oh, my gosh. Britney Spears was wearing the headset. <laughs> I know that. I remember that. That was, I was a teenager. Okay. Britney Spears was oh. a big deal for teenagers. I remember she was wearing that, head, that headset. Dude. Hit me, baby, one more time. She was wearing it. And now there's even a dance move where she adjusts her headset as part of the move. And there's no headset there anymore. She's just moving nothing now. Daedalus. Have you heard of this before? I have not. Oh my god! Okay, it's so, where your memories are freaking wrong. Okay, everybody's memories are wrong. It's not yes. ever been true. But there's a reason for why they believe. There's another reason for. Are right, we ready? Right. Put on your tinfoil hats. You know what's interesting, Nathan? Remember how we did the origin story for the show back in the day, and I said when yeah. we had about fifty episodes around there. I'm going to do an explanation for like origin story, and Nathan shared his. Like he thought he was going to be on here one time, ended up actually yeah. enjoying himself and want, and wanted to, and he's been a part of it like ever since the beginning. Even though he was like, "I'm just going to jump on this show for like one show," and then, like, yes, yeah, yeah. And then we were like, "This is kind of cool. Let's keep doing it." Like, yeah, and then we had freak joining and a bunch of other people that joined, and then here we are, right? So. The show that I did before, which was part of the origin story for this show, is called Rhetoric. I had a show that I did for about 10, 11, 12, 13 episodes or something called Rhetoric. And it was a show that was supposed to be just about talking about all the stuff going on. All right. Could be about politics a little bit. Could be about space. Could be about astrophysics. Could be about deep sea things like conspiracy theories. But I never really did that a whole lot. And one thing we talked about on there was the Mandela Effect. Way, way, way back in the day. And not everybody knew about it on on rhetoric. No, I mean, which... Uh, which I don't which remember. I don't, oh. Bears. Uh, I, I think we... I randomly hit on a few of them, but... Okay. Right. But it's interesting because you can see that, like, originally there was a vision for it. That didn't work out. Got too political. We didn't do it any longer. Looking for more got born later. And it's supposed to be about all things. So, Daedalus, the idea is that... Ready for this? People are, there's this, there's this sort of like uh, phenomenon that's occurring. And it is that people are remembering things very differently. Like the Ford logo, um, like uh, what's that monkey? Uh, George, right? Curious George. Curious George. Curious George. Having and a tell. Right? Having a tell, not having a tell. Things like Winnie the Pooh, logos. Right. There's tons. Right. And there are people that are remembering that certain things existed or looked and appeared a certain way and other people that don't. And the reason that when this is where it gets a little crazy is if you dig too far is that some people are believing is that 
something broke time. Some are blaming the, the, was it the, uh, Hydro, Hydro the Collider? Hydro. Yeah. 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 The Hadron Collider, right? Uh, and they're like, well, when they did those tests, they broke reality and alternate dimensions. And we started, we started like blending. And so the, the, the hardcore people, believe that if you don't have the same memories like we my brothers right we grew up we were living together we remember things the same same way and then one day all of a sudden now we're saying we don't remember the same way i'm like but i remember you remembering this i remember you remembering this but you don't remember it now you're not my brother from the dimension i'm actually from you're a different brother so people are actually believing that we're living in alternate we have different versions of ourselves all got collided into one reality and we're living in the same reality now but two different like basically alternate realities converged yeah and now you got people remembering things different ways because they lived different realities and that somehow got conversion so all these things changed and different people are remembering different things because we're all from actually not from the same reality but we're all living in a new one together yeah, and I used mm. to think we were in the good one mm-hmm. until Diablo Immortal, and then I was like, "Oh crap, we, we nope, we're in the we're in the wrong one, we're in the wrong one." <laughs> no, but listen, I actually there is something with that. Okay, yeah. I'm going to share two stories okay. I have that makes me honestly because I kind of believed in this before the Mandela effect. I'm going to explain that in a second. Oh, fine. But the first big Mandela effect was obviously Mandela. People thought he died. I I don't know, right? I, I don't I don't right. have any memories on that at all, but. The Bernstein Bear ones. I was a big when I was a little kid. Had all the right. Bernstein Bear books. I loved them. I I loved the artwork. I, you know, I was big into them. And I remember going to my teacher because we had to do a little book report in like freaking first grade or some kind of something, right? And I was doing a Bernstein Bear book, and I didn't know because they weren't that popular yet. I didn't know how to pronounce it, right? And the reason I was confused is because we have we have some German ancestry. I didn't mm-hmm. know if it was a German name and if it was. Bernstein, or if it was Bernstein, I didn't know which way to go. So I went to my teacher and mm-hmm. I asked her, and she explained it was Bernstein, and she explained why, and blah blah blah. I would have never had that conversation, nor would I have never been confused if it was Bernstein, which it is now and supposedly always has been. <laughs> I, that would have never happened. That whole thing that happened to me there would, is impossible in a world where it's Bernstein. And that happened to me. I remember it specifically because that's how I learned how to know if it's Ein or Ein. It was an important part of my, my, my brain development and vocabulary. Now, now, let me tell you the other story why I actually, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, there's some truth behind it. I can't tell you the whole, I can't tell you the, all the details, right? Uh-huh. Unfortunately, on, on stream, it wouldn't be... Uh, good. Ooh, but what I can tell you is we were mind-altering, okay, when I was younger. <laughs> okay. I'll just say that. We were mind-altering. We were mind-altering. <laughs> and as we were doing this, okay, uh, oh, shit. there was one of the guys in the room, and he wasn't doing that. He was just playing the guitar, right? And he was actually kind of making fun of a conversation, right? And he was making different rhythms that went along with the ridiculous conversations we were having, right? Okay. And we were trying... We were we were under the influence. We were trying to uh, do what's called um, I forget what's called now. It's where you lead your body. Uh, oh, astral projection. We're trying to do that. Uh, I've heard of the these things. I don't know anything the about them myself. So we were being complete fools, but we were trying, right? <laughs> yeah. And I thought I saw my buddies. I thought I saw him like come up out of his body a little bit, right? It freaked it freaked us out, right? Because he said he saw me do it and I saw him do it. And it, we got freaked out, right? Well, the guy that wasn't doing anything 
stopped playing the guitar and was just like, dude, I just saw that too. That was freaking weird. And then, dude, I'm not going to go into full details, but a tree was outside of our house that did not exist prior to that. People had new positions at the job we went to that didn't wasn't in that position, had been in it for a long time. There was new people that knew us, but we didn't know them. Dude, it was freaky for like dude. two and a half years before we finally adjusted. Nathan, you know, I heard a similar story. Okay. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, it was a hallucinogen that was involved for these people. Maybe. <laughs> He's like, Maybe. He's like, allegedly. You know what else is really funny in chat? Me who's like, why Chang was legitimately not sure if people in this dimension had posed or not. Joe Rogan and Alex Jones. <laughs> next episode. Right. <laughs> wait, no, but- wait. I get it now. Maybe in the other dimension, <laughs> gems aren't gear, and he's oh, confused. Right. He just switched over. He just he's now like, switched over. Now, now, I, now I get the marketing campaign. It's from another dimension. Okay, oh cool. God. I get it. Okay, I'm, I'm with you, Wyatt. I'm with you. I'm with Can you, you imagine if he was like, y'all got me fucked up. It's the Mandela effect. <laughs> I never said that shit to you all, BlizzCon. <laughs> I never said that. That wasn't me. I it said was my this. other dimensional. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't right, me. It was the guy from the other dimension. I wouldn't tell That's- you all that. Dude, that's an epic excuse oh, for cheating. God, whoa, whoa! I just got here. I just got here from my dimension. That was not me. You like, cannot play that on me. I did not do that. That was you, my. You get hated was, uh, on, but they'd at least still love you partially. They they'd kind of love it about you a little bit. They. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe not love you about that. Might be a strong word, but they definitely be like, <laughs> "Oh, I feel like I need to use this somehow, Sky." I love that 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 viral video of the guy. I, I still use this joke. I love it so much. Where he's like, where his wife's like, I'm sick of clean up with uh, after you. You don't you don't clean up after yourself. It's disgusting. You're nasty. I'm leaving. He's like, hold on. I wasn't going to tell you this because I was kind of enjoying it myself. But do you see this coffee table? He's like, I pile this up with shit every day. I just sometimes I just go crazy and I pile it up with so much shit. It's absolutely crazy. Next morning, gone. It's gone. It's clean. It's polished. All the stuff is clean. He's like, so this will save our relationship. Use mm. this magic table. And she's like, I'm leaving. I'm out. <laughs> That's funny as uh, shit, man. Jeez, dude. I can't help it, man. It's an interesting, you know, if you're into any of that stuff, it's a very interesting, uh, it's interesting to look into because, yeah, it, it'll kind of trip you out. It's a truth. Usually the reason mm-hmm. that a good conspiracy works is there's there's enough truth there for right. you to like mm-hmm. identify and then the rest is outrageous and like logic on. would tell me that that actually could work like that but yeah would that actually really be the case like you know cuz you know according to like you know theories like it you know there could be merging of you could get into another dimension they've done you know tests and things with like atoms you know to test it and they've they've confirmed right that there's another there's another dimension that does exist because they've gone and done the test with atoms and gone um those atoms aren't here anymore they just got bounced out 
somewhere else. So we're proving yeah. that it exists, but as it's another dimension, we do not have the capability to monitor it because we are three-dimensional beings. And the only the only way you can break the atom theory, by the way, yeah, and there's some really weird stuff with uh, that, by the way, like the they behave differently when they're watched as opposed to not. That's some weird stuff. Yes, dude. But that's that's trippy it, stuff, yeah. It could be that we're wrong about a rule that we just believe so wholeheartedly to be true that maybe isn't necessarily true, which is matter cannot be created nor destroyed. Maybe it can be destroyed. Maybe there are ways that atoms can literally vanish. Oh, man, I got people in chat. Another dimension. Someone said you said that like Sagan. And I'm like, oh, that is a hell of a compliment, isn't it? Carl Sagan, that baby. Is, that's a very big compliment. That is a compliment. I take that in stride happily. And then I see that I will like that video and we're blown away by it. Oh, I'm going to look at that later. So, yeah. Okay. I can't believe we just talked about conspiracy theories for at least 20 minutes and your viewer count didn't drop. I know, right? I know you all intriguing, freaking try. You're like true. We got the big brain community and on the LFM podcast. uh, We got the smartest people on Twitch here and the Nash's community. I do believe in Mandela, 100. percent There's something really. I don't. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it, but there is something wrong there. Yeah. Something happened. Oh, that's going to be a fun one. Beats by Dre, dude. Everybody remembers that, right? Beats by Dre got bought out by somebody or whatever. That's what it was called, right? Beats by Dre. Beats by Dre, yeah. Yeah, No, it was called Beats by Dr. Dre. No, it wasn't. It was called Beats by Dre. I have one. It was called Beats by Dre. It didn't say Dr. Dre. It just said Beats by Dre. Now it's big old Beats by Dre. And it always has been. That's the weird part about it. Always has been. You know what I'm a little worried about, Nathan? What? I'm I'm drinking out of the straight out of the like, <laughs> I saw control. that. <laughs> I'm going off the caffeine, guys. It's rough. Nathan's it's rough. like Nathan's like, well, everybody just got a shot at me when my camera's off. This is what goes on. I drink. You see this big ass cranberry juice bottle? Oh yeah, baby, right here. That's I'm a, detoxing. I'm detoxing. A, so everybody understands. Okay. I'm detoxing. <laughs> I have went completely off of caffeine, and it is Oosh. a brutal life. It is a brutal, oh, man. brutal life. So I'm detoxing right now. Why? What made you do it? That's a damn bold decision. I was going to die. That's why I did it. Um, uh, I was drinking. I was up to drinking uh, about two pots of coffee and uh, six cans of Coke per day. Oh, bro. That's so much caffeine and sugar. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So. I'm detoxing. Yeah, I, I very rarely drink pop at this point. Okay, we get on back back on track with the geek stuff, but I hear you, dude. I hear you. I I, I drink like a cup. I drink like two cups of coffee, no more a day, um, in the morning. And the first one's usually a little stout. <laughs> the second one's um, normal. The first one's a little stout because I need a little bit of a kick to get me going. Some days when it doesn't kick, you're going, "Oh, that sucks." I'm actually feeling more tired than when I started. Anybody else? Anybody yeah, else have that? That's awful. That's that a you're bad going, day right there. That's you're going, day. oh, that's going to be a little rough. Uh, <laughs> that's the indicator I haven't had enough sleep is what that is. <laughs> yeah. Or working. And, and I know I know that you're like me. You you sleep as little as possible so that you can get more production done. Yeah. But that caffeine is like a lifesaver. Um, yeah. So I actually been sleeping a full eight hours. You haven't done that since I was a teenager. Um, yeah, that's good I, for you, dude. I guess. It doesn't feel yeah. good for me. 
<laughs> I had like the past four days I like worked out like I think I burned somewhere in the area of like uh, it, was, it was a little bit excessive I shouldn't have done this much but it was like a day where I think I told day less it was like what 2,000 2,100 calories one day 13 almost 1,400 the second day 2,600 calories the next day 1,300 calories yesterday nothing today or tomorrow but that was a little bit much and uh, you know I woke up day before or yesterday I think it was drank my cup of coffee i was like oh that didn't do a jack shit for me i was like oh that's not gonna be good (laughs) oh didn't get enough sleep (laughs) um you know i gotta give it to them reputable companies out there that are looking out for their developers xbox game studios man their boss said there's no more crunching at bethesda the the culture of grinding and burning your studio developers yeah I, I agree with that. That isn't good to do to people. Um, I agree. On a, human, on a human level. Right. On a gamer level, though. Guys, get Elder Scrolls 6 done. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> good God. <laughs> what so. human do another, I hear you. As a consumer, get the fuck on already. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Dude. Uh, oh, this is good. This is good, too. Um, oh, I don't know, man. This was a there was a reaction on Twitter to this one. I'm this is a piggyback off of the Bethesda discussion. I want to try to hit on some of the geeky things today because my brother's wedding's tomorrow, so I'm gonna try to enjoy a little bit of time today hanging with him. There was that one about freaking Starfield. They were talking about a feature. Did you guys see that? Daedalus, did you see that? I think you're the one that linked. Yeah, I'm that. the one that. Yeah, I'm the one that. Uh, you want to tell everybody it to attention? More? Yeah. Yeah. So it was just it was an interesting what they call the divisive feature and how they're or the well fans are divided over a contentious feature and and essentially this feature is that you as a protagonist are a mute. <laughs> you cannot like you you don't have a voice and all of the. You know, all of the story scenes are actually mm-hmm. like in first person view. So you don't like see your character interacting. And there's like, you know, people that are saying, oh, hey, this is fine versus other people that are like, no, we like things like, say, Witcher 3, where you're the main character, but you have lines and you're kind of going back and forth. And there's like a third person view. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like every game has its own style. I don't know that I'm like on one way or the other there. I guess I have to see how it plays. Um, but I do tend to like things that are more interactive where you have a voice or have some sort of customization where if you build your avatar, you can choose a voice. I, I like that. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it plays out in Starfield. But I thought that was interesting. <laughs> the discussion that there was having a debate on, I believe it on Twitter about. Yeah, it was Twitter. It's funny how some games can get away with it and others can't. It's true that's, story. That's, that's what's interesting to me. So like, you know, like Legend of Zelda. Uh, series link doesn't talk mm-hmm. uh, never has um he makes noises uh and you just assume that you're doing the talking and and the characters will act as if you said something mm-hmm. to them right or that you replied and you just assume that what they said um and I, i'm 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 like you Dayless. i don't care uh it's a different style uh, i don't think one's right and one's wrong obviously though the higher production value is the one where the character has lots of voices cuz that means you have to make a female you have to make a male Possibly in some games like Elder Scrolls, you have to make different variations for like an orc sounding one, etc. Yes. Um, so that's a lot of production. That, to be honest, I understand in a very big game like that why that would be way too many gigabytes of audio. Um, 
that just isn't necessary um, when you can pick what they say from a selection and then have everybody else do the, you know, the audio and the audio is the audio. You don't have to have all these alternate ones, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm used to that in other games. So, and especially if like the, the game is as complex as all get out, right? Like I think that, you know, they are shooting for the moon for this one. Right. Um, so if there is a lot of like interaction, having that like, um, you know, complex dialogue without having to voice every single word, I think, yeah, I'm, Seems like a better decision, in my opinion, to get the game out more efficiently. Yeah, they're shooting for the moon, and we'll be lucky if they make it to the top of the roof. To be honest, oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> my opinion. Uh, but the uh, I tell you something though that I think is a big evolution, and I don't know how difficult this is in today's time. But I don't know if you guys saw there was a modder who added the ability for the characters in Skyrim to say your name, to actually pronounce whatever you made your characters. Oh, what? In their voice, too. And with that with that technology now, where, like, you can record and it can just put in, you can type in a word and it just puts that word and it sounds like you said it. Uh, maybe what? that's more possible these days, but that would be a big, I feel like that'd be a pretty big jump. In yeah. That yeah, would that be. would be. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Especially that if you correct it, like, ah, I didn't want it to be something else like that. Um, right. You know. I used to see it, like, in chat, it would be like, Oh, hello, Roger. But then it would be like, oh, hero. You know, like they'd say out loud, yeah. hero or champion. But then yes. in the written dialogue, you'd see Roger or Dweedle or whatever the name was. It was there. And then <laughs> Daedalus, yeah. So one of my words, it, you, you, you all that are around, you know, you know my references on that. But I'm just, I'm just thinking about that, like voice technology going, hello, Dweedle. <laughs> yeah, you got to get the accent right, though. But for that, I'll save that for a um, uh, not not for the show. It's all I'll say there, and, you know, potentially. Um, <clears throat> gentlemen, there there are there there was a 10 cent MMO tease, right? Did you see that? I saw that, but I was like, eh. Yeah, I think I blinked <sighs> two times and moved on. I was like, yeah. I, it's like. <laughs> I felt like they were trying to go Unreal Engine 5, 10 cent, Unreal Engine 5 MO. You're going, no, I'm good. Uh, it is. Yeah. No. Some things sound great, Unreal Engine 5. Some things just are kind of like, doesn't really matter either way. Yeah. And that's one of those yeah. things. It's like, it's like being like, um, you know, uh, you took a dump and it was, it was uh, <laughs> browner than usual. Like, I don't care. You know, like, I'm mm. going to flush it. I, I don't care. That doesn't mean anything to me. Right. Um, there are some things that are in the geek area I want to chat about. There's one talking about MMO burnout, which I actually want to save for probably next time. Um, but I want to talk about there's like two specific things I want to definitely hit on before we wind this one down today. And then probably we'll hit some of the rest later. Um, one, I just want to share a funny thing that I, I heard happen. And that was that an entitled mom. <laughs> was asking some somebody on a flight and insisting that they share their switch with their kid because their kid wanted to play it. Oh, yeah, Did you see that? I was like, I oh, saw that I'm like, on. what the Karen knows. I was just trying to figure out what, what would I do, right? That's what I was, I was reading that like, what yes. would I do if I was in that situation, you know? Yeah, I'll be like, that, that'll be two ninety nine plus tax, yeah. lady. Yeah. Parent right? your child. <laughs> and this is just for a nerd boner. For the people out there who like to get a nerd boner, and this one's definitely nerd boner for me, is that the Daggum forty ninety RTX forty ninety GPU is twice as fast as an RTX thirty ninety. Can you think about that for a minute? 
And have you seen how the prices on video cards right now? They are so cheap. Thank God, man. That was brutal. Um, and chip shortages are likely coming to an end soon. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I have been waiting for the day. I don't even know if I'll buy one. But I've just been looking forward to the day where I see a PS5 oh, sitting God. on the shelf somewhere. Just just sitting there, just chilling. You know? <laughs> I, I just cannot wait. I don't, And I don't even know if I'm going to buy one or not. I probably will because Final Fantasy 16 and uh, uh, Crisis Core, etc. But... I just want to see one. I just want to see it. I just want to see one in the wild and just know, yes, this is real. It is It is here for real. Because it's been... Dude, didn't that come out in 2020? Am I wrong? Didn't um, the PS5 come out in 2020 at the end of 2020? End of 2020. Think, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, winter. It's been two years, dude. And I started Are you serious? What? You're right. And, and yeah. look what it's done to the, to Damn, the video game. It's dude. really hurt because like, people are still trying to make games be able to be run on the PS4 and the Xbox, uh, whatever. Uh, their names are so confusing. The, you know what I'm talking about, Xbox One. Whatever yeah, Xbox X is doing. X, yeah. Xbox Series X, three, two, eight, six, five, what the fuck? Right, right. They need Refrigerator.com.cc. What? <laughs> like, gosh, dude. Just go one, X. two, three. Like, dude, you guys already did <laughs> Xbox Box. One X. Why would you make your new one called Xbox Series X? Like, that's I know confusing. it is very confusing. confusing. Somebody needs to fire the marketing people. Just don't hire the Blizzard guys. I know you guys like the letter X. <laughs> it's a cool letter. I agree. It's a cool letter, but you got to move on to something else. You got to. Just, the next one has got to be Xbox Triple X, is what it's got to be. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Can you imagine, dude? <laughs> the imagine best the marketing came, campaign yeah. on that. You might need some of them Pyray bottles. Yeah. <laughs> dude maybe they could bring back that we you know triple x we do what nintendo maybe they could bring that back i wanted i wanted to throw the quantum leap thing on there um before you know before i'm trying to like make sure i i include all the points today because you know it'll be a couple weeks ish might be three technically till the next one since we're doing two weeks off in a row and then it will probably do two weeks on next back to back in a row um for the end of july but Xbox Series Woo. <laughs> oh my god. Well, at least you'd know which one that was for sure if you were to like ever talk I, about it, right? You would confuse it with another one. Imagine a <laughs> child asking your mom and dad for that. I want the woo, mama. Can I get hey, the woo to ooh woo too? That's a fair point. <laughs> but there's news for um Quantum Leap reboot. Did you see that, Nadalus? I did not. I'm looking at it right now. Looks yeah. like, oh, September 19th. Wow, that's quick. That's I did not expect that. Competing with the Rings of Power or the, the Woke of Power, if you want to call it. Woke yeah. of the Rings. Those yeah, Woke of the now. Rings. Those yeah. orcs look good. Orcs look good. It's interesting that they're making sure that they, they're all-inclusive orcs, though. Yeah, do they gotta... have bows or anything? Like, how do you know? <laughs> it's like dude do they gotta inject that diversity checklist into everything it's literally everything it's fucking everything they couldn't just stay canon with one fucking thing could they they're gonna tinker with the way the rings are created too watch make your own ip and do whatever that's what i'm saying it wouldn't matter if it's your own ip it's when you take someone's canon yeah that's my point right like and part of me kind of is going like, why couldn't you all just try and do something there? 
we could use another good fantasy world to live in and you could make it as diverse as you wanted and it wouldn't be ruining anything. And you wouldn't have to spend all that money to get the franchise. Yeah. You can just say inspired by Lord of the Rings and then fucking there you go, dude. Whatever you want. Nobody can, you know, people like it, people won't like it, but they can't argue that you ruined their childhood and et cetera. You know, or the guy who wrote it talking about how important it is to ensure that an adaptation adheres to canon, and then you go, fuck that guy, he's dead, it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's crazy. Sorry, kind of think that's it's what's crazy. going on. When Christopher Tolkien's not here, and guess what's going on now? Because he was adamant about respecting his dad's wishes, and now he's gone. And you're going, but what about the rest of the Tolkien's? You well... His You're oldest right. son. They're getting their motherfucking movie check. They're all right. Dude, because <laughs> Christopher Tolkien's oldest son, he was the one that Christopher Tolkien butted heads with and disowned for a period of time because he was trying to push him to push this out there and be all over for everyone, everything, and can't help but feel like, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm dunking on anybody here by stating the obvious. And it's common. It's common. Because, like, uh, understandable. my favorite example that I think is hilarious to think about is uh, mm-hmm. the guy who started Doritos. And he just felt that Doritos this one. was this. Oh, awesome, then. He thought Dor- he just saw Doritos as being this, you know, like, ultimate high-quality uh, company and chip, right? <laughs> and Taco Bell wanted in on the action. They're like, we want to make some Dorito tacos. Oh. And he was like, eh, Taco Bell's a little, like, a little too low on the uh, <laughs> really. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to. I don't want to make Doritos go down on that level. Um, but then he died, dude. And the next day, there was Dorito tacos. Man, they signed no. that. It was like it was like the second he died, they ran to Taco Bell and signed that paperwork, and it was out. Holy shit! Also, to be fair, anybody who's eating too many Doritos in one night or ate too much Taco Bell in one night. <laughs> Just saying, you go do the math yourselves. Do the experience if you want to run that 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 study. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying if anybody's had the experience. I know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? It's similar to the shower juice, except for... Oh, whoa. I don't know, man. You want to take your shower juice over there? Don't trust a fart for... after you've made a whole bag of Doritos. <laughs> oh, no. We got people in chat. This is getting a little overboard, is it, though? It says it on the back of the bag. Did you know that? It says may cause anal leakage. Yes. (laughs) No, 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 in chat. (laughs) And this is why I tell you all you got to be here live because if you're kind of giggling, laughing or grossed out right now, I'm sure there's someone in chat right now who resonates with that, right? Well, see, this is just for meat hooks. I think there's a new flavor of shower juice coming out. It's called chocolate rain. Oh, filth, dude. Okay, we're going to move on. There's our quantum leap. Okay, back. <laughs> Look at that. Looking for way too much is the new <laughs> show title. All right, friends, we're going to reel it back in and get on oh, hit on yeah, a couple. I want to I want to talk about the MMO burnout next time because I think it's a really good topic. But there's two. And I'm going to bring it back to the last one last because it's going to bring us full circle right back to where we began, right? And this one's before that one. The guy, all right, have you seen this? The Ron Gilbert will no longer post about Monkey Island due to personal attacks. I saw this article. Wait, what happened to Monkey Island? So some, it's still in development, but this, I thought, was interesting. 
there's two parts to me on this topic, okay? And I thought this is kind of, he said, and the quote is, the joy of sharing has been driven from me. What? <laughs> Will no longer post about Return to Monkey Island online due to what he called personal attack comments. The yeah. developer has received criticism from some fans over the art style change between classic Monkey Island titles and the uh, upcoming sequel. Criticism which has previously been called sad. Right? He talked on his personal blog, basically shared this, said, I'm shutting down comments. Now, here's where I want to bring us back because we talk about game development and community and things like censorship. And I just want to know what y'all think about this. Because I can understand what he's saying, like kind of killing your joy for a little bit. I, I can get that. I can get that as a content creator. I kind of feel like we can kind of get that sometimes too, right? Yeah. I'm shutting down comments. People are just being mean and I'm having to delete personal attack comments. He wrote, it's an amazing game and everyone on the team is proud of it. Play it or don't play it, but don't ruin it for everyone else. I won't be posting any more about the game. The joy of sharing has been driven from me. And that, I think, is a mistake. Right? And the reason is because now you're not going to share it all. I can get it. Yeah. That's unfortunate. That's, that's unfortunate. A, that's Yeah, that's an interesting one because, mm -hmm. you know, I will admit, like, we, we are in a time now where people are vocal in a, like, a, a vile <laughs> kind of way, right? Like, I agree. Uh, Mm -hmm. They get they they just get too evil in the way that they try to push what they want or what they don't like, et cetera. Um, and it's 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 not constructive anymore. You know, um, it went beyond that, and it's commonplace now. So I can see why that would happen to him and why he would feel that way. Also, Monkey Island is a uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I remember, that was a point-and-click uh, yeah. adventure game. Yeah, point-and-click mm -hmm. adventure, yeah. So, does it really need a community? Not really. You know, it's not a multiplayer game, or um, it can it can just release based on its name, and people remember it and buy it for their kids, etc. So, I think for his project, that's okay. And I don't think he needs their feedback. Um, he's making... This is obviously, mm -hmm. I would assume, he ain't trying to make going to be some multi it's a point and click right like you're not going to get rich on this it's, he's just releasing because he wants it he wants new generations to experience this game uh which was beloved in a cult classic um so yeah i think it's okay for him and i can't really blame him because people are vile and, and but i don't like the way he worded that though um right i what was how do you say that i no longer want to enjoy the no longer feel the joy of sharing anymore yeah basically no saying enjoy oh that's that's actually sad then. that was the part to me was like that sounds not good because number one it's like you don't want to just like i mean if you really want it to be successful you don't want to cut off communication from a marketing perspective um also like definitely need to be able to moderate or potentially not care what some people think yeah. Right? Like they don't like it. Hey, it. It may not be for you. Fair enough, right? Um but he probably he probably just lived in a world where yeah. he released it to the press, the press releases out in a magazine, and that's that. You know? Damn, and, yeah, sure. You know, and now it's like, you know, absolutely anybody can come tell you their feelings and what they think about it. But that's the mm. world we live in, and that's the way it is. And you know, you have to, you know, you have to kind of iron up a little bit, right? And just not everybody's like, gonna like what you gotta say all the time. Sometimes people exactly. aren't gonna like you at all. 
people don't like, like me. me. Yeah, they don't like me either. Fuck. People it's don't like, like me. Uh, Shit, it's fine. I don't. I don't blame them. I wouldn't like me either. So <laughs> I don't know what people that don't like me got a problem with. I'm fucking awesome. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I fucking love me. I don't know why you don't. Narcissism much? Just right, kidding. Right. Yeah, obviously not real. Um, but you know what I mean. Like on on some level, you definitely got to be like, dude. I, but there was another point in chat here, which was like, you know, at some point you kind of need that feedback to to kind of grow and iterate on something in a way that maybe you you are willing to iterate upon which isn't going to be deviating from your vision i think one of the things was art style so like okay i'm sticking to the art style but maybe there's some things i'm willing to listen on that i maybe i'll take that into consideration maybe that's doable like maybe that's something i can rework i'm not really going to be have too big of an issue people think you know they feel like i'm listening to them i'm taking that criticism feedback um and kind of acting on it or doing something to adapt a little bit because they love it too and passion sure. comes into play here too. Where Agreed. It's like, as a developer, I would think you would understand that when people are passionate about something, they're going to be more vocal. Absolutely, it's important to them, and that's mm -hmm. a good thing for you and your franchise. Like they care. I think so. Sometimes it's about that they actually give a crap. And yeah. You know, you you got to. I don't know. It's bizarre. Yeah, that, they, you mm, can't see that. Yeah, I well, I mean, I, I I can see both sides of the argument, right? I mean, I I definitely think that there's nothing wrong with feedback that is, um, you know, providing something to change as long as it's constructive. Like generally, like if I'm getting feedback and it's not constructive feedback, I'm generally tuning that out, and I think he just kind of put a filter on everything. As opposed to like people that are just being nasty. Okay, I'm just I'm ignoring that one that uses Absolutely. you know some <laughs> derogatory language or what have you, right? But there might be legitimate feedback in there, and not every piece of feedback is something you're going to use. Like feedback, feed. I always say feedback is a gift. It's not always a good one. Um, and I think that's kind of the, the the take that I would have. Like if I ever created something, and I'm especially critical of myself whenever I create something like writing or what have you. Right. So I could understand, like, if you're putting your blood, sweat and tears into yeah. something mm -hmm. and you get a lot of disparaging comments, that's going to be discouraging. Sure. But I think you just have to separate the wheat from the chaff, as it were. Right. And and, and make sure that you're mm -hmm. looking at people that really do have passion and are expressing themselves in a way that is constructive. Right. It doesn't mean that they necessarily are saying only good things. Right. They could be saying things that improve the process, like similar to like, mm -hmm. you know, how we see you know steven and intrepid right taking feedback regardless of kind of what it is but they're taking feedback and if it aligns to their vision yeah they're going in and course correcting yep. if it doesn't they're like okay this isn't the game for you then okay right it's a it's a very i think a very measured approach as opposed to like an all or nothing which is kind of what i'm seeing happen here but still it's like i i tend to agree it's like you know the internet can be a very dark place uh, and, and people, you know, because of the an anonymity, you know, do tend to be a little more nasty than they would be in the real world. And that's unfortunate because it does tend to grate on people um, in general. And you want to build people mm -hmm. up, not tear people down. And I think right. that's something this latest, you know, generation of gamers. And I use generation as a loose term, right? Need to learn because that toxicity, you know, is, is, building it has continued to build over time yeah. so over there with like community is important yeah, mm -hmm. yeah similar exactly. very similar you know 
initial thoughts here. You may or may not know what the reference is here, but this is our we come in full circle. Can you ever imagine a battle pass in a survival game? Does that make sense? Without ruining the game, I'm assuming you're trying to say, right? <laughs> or will it, does it just make sense in a survival game to have a battle pass? It I mean, could. You could. They could apply it, and I hate to throw up horrible ideas in the world, but uh, mm-hmm. they could apply it in a way where it's like, you know, with this pass, um, you're more likely to get uh, better rare uh, um, mm-hmm. items when you're out you know, um, scavenging for wood or rock or whatever, um, or, uh, you get, I mean, they could always just throw the, the systems on there. Like, you know, um, you know, sure you can craft these things, but they have slots to put gems in, you know, uh, uh, or something like that. So it could oh, fit. But, They're ruining yeah. everything about games, aren't they? Every kind yeah. of gear mounts, pets, uh, I mean, if it's like if it's cosmetic, I don't give a crap. Right. I think that's fine. Right. But if you start putting in like power creep stuff, GTFO. Yeah. And I mean, was, I just don't mm-hmm. think that I just don't think that that has a place in it um, or, or cash shops. Or yeah. Or yeah. Or yeah, I, I saw that, too. I Conan like, Exiles, what? baby. Conan Exiles is adding a cash shop and a battle pass. Seasonal battle passes in there. And I'm going, and I was even talking to like someone in the community night screw. She was like, how would you even make it pay to win? And I was like, well, that's pretty easy. You make the battle pass include, or you make the cash shop include some sort of thing you could tame. If you're thinking arc, some sort of thrall, you could go basically beat down in submission. If you're talking Conan exiles and you make sure that this thing is better than any of the other, any other thralls or any other creatures that you can tame and, or beat into submission in a game. And that's how you make it pay to win because now in a game where there's PVP uh, atmospheres or elements and all these different things, or even uh, the, the damn, like uh, you can get raided on in like Conan exiles by some of the random, you know, mobs and stuff in the world. There you go. That's how you could do pay to win. So they're not doing pay to win, but I'm going, this just doesn't even, I, I don't like it. Like if you told me your sorcery update was coming out and I, I rambled about this. I covered it this week. You can check out the video if you want to, where I essentially went through the points of the update. You can see what's included in it. It's cool. Sorcery is coming. That looks cool. But Ark did a great job. Wildcard Studios has kicked ass with Ark. And then they did Atlas, right? Ark 2 is coming out. Clearly, they had a recipe that worked there. Why why Conan Exiles is not going down that road as well when it clearly works, I don't get. Because if you did a DLC and I knew I could buy that DLC or expansion or whatever to check out this new content, I probably would pay it. But because I know there's this battle pass idea, I'm like, I don't even want to touch the game now. I yeah. I'm finding I just have this in me where I'm like, ooh another game trying to do a battle pass and one that it feels like it taints the game with. And I don't even want to touch the game now. And that's unfortunate. I think we all should have known we were screwed the moment this sports game started doing microtransactions. And yeah. Because if you can fit <laughs> it into that, then it's just over. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah EA sports it's a good update. Shop. And you know, I, I would have, if you had talked to me about six to eight months ago, maybe longer, and I would have said there was still one major 
company who's really not into that very much, which is Nintendo. <sighs> but I don't know. Uh, they're dipping their toes in there. Uh, Cash off. Switch online. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, they got some mobile games out there. I, I'd say they're not as bad as most, but still. No. Um, that, that, but we all know Nintendo. They're just dipping their toes in. Yeah, dude. It's hard, dude. I'm, I'm like, I see that they're doing this. I'm going, oh, my God. I feel like it was like a month ago, and I was talking about how, like, we're seeing this everywhere. And it couldn't, I couldn't be more, I, I would never want to be more wrong about anything in gaming than I am about all of this right now. Yeah, follow the money is Fuck, where it's going. Man, right it now. really is. And it's everyone. Because everyone's like, we could do a battle pass. That's easy to implement for people. And it was like daily quests, daily logins for Kona. I'm like, for a survival game? You want to give me daily things to do? Like, oh my God, this I I hate daily so much. Daily anything. I'm I'm repulsed by it now yeah. in a game. If they could you oh, I don't know if I want to say this out loud. I'm going to say it, though. Don't hate me, Nathan. If they did this with Zelda. Yeah, I've thought of that. Yeah. Fuck. I've thought of that. Dude. Or Final Fantasy. I think Final Fantasy would be even more susceptible. Oh, dude. Um, You know, like if Final Fantasy 16 came out and it had some kind of like, you know microtransaction to be powerful enough and you need those things to take out the additional bosses or even to even finish the main storyline i mean yeah. who knows um how far there's no line of like here's the line you don't cross there isn't one so i mean i don't know it's I'm telling it's repulsive, you man it's this might be shit. this might be the beginning of how they crash the video game market it really could be the beginning of how they crash it, just like Atari crashed it back in the seventies or whatever. That's an interesting could question. Could be the beginning of that. Yeah, can't help but wonder, man. It's something to leave y'all with. I'm glad we get in on a fucking dark note, y'all. Leave you for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think that's dark, go look up the the Mandela effect. You'll feel just right as rain. <laughs> Yeah. yeah dark sim confirmed no 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 hold on there's no dark sim here dark sim is not in the building in fact it doesn't even <laughs> exist y'all are wrong you're a light bringer baby well, the casting couch could use you know a few bits of oh, Clorox, come on. Right? oh okay this is over i'm glad this show's over i'm fucking over i quit you <laughs> <laughs> done oh man oh no we're we're Oh my gosh, here it is right here. It's type to pay to win where you oh use a website to make it 100% safe, transfer person to person. Ooh. Oh, that's so horrible. Yeah, I don't even like that. Ooh. We just got to fo focus more on like the game being good and delivering a good game and, and letting that be how you make your money. How it was versus how it is now. Raise the price up a little bit on the game if you got to, like Sony talked about. I understand. Seventy nine nine nine. Okay. Fuck. You know what? What we paid on games back in like nineteen eighty five and shit. Like compared to you know coming up on twenty twenty five now. So I get it. Uh, all these like comments and chat from you all about couch reveal, casting couch this that. There's already enough lies and slander around my name. That really, please no more. Okay, thanks cool all right i appreciate it are we on the same page now chat oh we are okay good i appreciate it so with that being said friends y'all aren't going to see this show for two weeks we're well the next two weeks we won't have a show the in three weeks from now we will so that'll be 
The goal is to be back on the 21st and then the 28th for next month. And we'll do those two weeks next month. And then we'll be back to doing basically every other week um, for a little while. Um, we will get back to weekly, though, probably towards the end of the year. And then we should be good doing that again, maybe even in the fall. Who knows? But I got some work to do first where I got to kind of hit nose to the grindstone, get it done. But gentlemen, this was a lot of fun. It, it seems like too long. So it's been a great time. And everybody hanging out, thanks for making this a good time. We had a really good time um, pretty much all day here. But chat's been nice and popping and a lot of good um, talks. And, well, basing <clears throat> or judging rather off of how chat reacted to conspiracy theory stuff, we'll just have to come up with some other fun. We'll have to find f a fun, interesting thing to explore next time. So if you have any ideas of something you'd like to see us explore, talk about or just think about, feel free to shoot it to us in Discord. And everybody... We'll be catching up here um, at the Ashes Pathfinder show on Sunday. So catch up with us there if you want more about know more about what was going on at Ashes development. Aside from that, gentlemen, let's shout out your domains where people can find you when you're on this podcast. We'll go Nathan and Daedalus. You can find me on YouTube, the Nathan Napalm. Uh, big big thing on my channel right now is Saturday nights. Come by for Cringe Pony. TV. Yes, you should. 7 p.m. Central, uh, 12 a.m. Eastern. Uh, it's a live show. It's a lot of fun. And uh, episode four is a it's doozy. You might want to be there for it. Oh, nice. They listen. And you can and you can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash slash the Ashen Herald. And friends, this might be the end of today's show. But remember, as always, that I'm a light bringer. And also that... <laughs> We're always looking for more to join the party. Rants the plenty, guaranteed. Until next, next uh, live show slash podcast recording. Live your best lives. Walk in the light. Have a great night, everybody. We'll be catching up with you real soon. Good night, everybody. Couch pass, four hundred cryptos. Unbelievable! It doesn't exist. <laughs> you need all out now. Fuck. <laughs> Bye. Clorox is extra. Oh my god, this is over.